Backroll. Hello, everyone. This is Josh, also known as Yashu. We're just tuning into episode 74 of the TLY Talks uh, podcast. You can get this like on all platforms, as mentioned before, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Uh, yo, and I'm just going to discuss uh, right now. So I have my guy, uh, Yam, from uh, Real Talks in the building uh, right now. Yo, how are, you doing today? how are you doing today, man? I'm good, brother. How are you doing today, man? Doing all right, man. And, you know, fun fact, uh, we're actually, like, family friends and all that, too. So, like, our families yep. are, like, pretty much, like, related in a sense, uh, too. And all that, not cousins, but, like, family, like, friends and all that, too. But, like, still, like, the same thing. So, but, yo, uh, Yama, I want you to discuss uh, more about yourself uh, for the people, like, watching and all that, you know? So, hey, guys. Uh, my name is uh, Yom. I have a YouTube channel called uh, uh, Real Talks YT. Um, I've been on it for a while, uh, to be honest. So I'm trying to like I'm trying to push it. To be I'm trying to push the push the topic Real Talks YT. And today, um, Yashu, what TTL TLOY gave me a chance to do a collaboration with him. So today we're gonna be talking about some um interesting interesting topics. So hope you guys are ready. Yeah. And yo, like one thing that we're actually gonna discuss uh, right now is the whole uh Grammy uh, situation. So um recently the the Grammys happened uh like in the previous like Sunday and all that. Like not this following Sunday, but like just some Sunday just like the Sunday that we had for this week. Um a lot of things happened. Uh Jay Z's uh, speech uh, that happened, the whole like Taylor Swift situation uh a lot of like the whole like travis scott like performance too and all that too and yeah there were like some interesting uh, moments in that sense too so yo i don't know if you uh want to recap that like how do you like feel about that uh to be honest with you uh i didn't really get to like see the whole thing but of course i got to see the uh interesting things uh there the one uh one of them was um taylor swift winning uh album of the year you know that's that's a huge accomplishment and the thing that was really um thing was that the the top like the hype was that she didn't really uh gave uh give any um you know any uh what's that word uh i guess like acknowledgement or, yeah, acknowledge yeah, yeah. yeah acknowledgement to Celine Dion and I'm not gonna lie to you even though like uh, I knew Celine Dion before Taylor Swift. You know, Celine Dion's like it's a really, you know, she's a really famous singer, and she's also Canadian. So salute to all my Canadians out there. You know what I'm saying? She didn't, she didn't give, she didn't give no love, bro. Like she didn't say like, she basically like I don't know. I hope I don't know if we can like show the video on Zoom, but the the way she did it was, you know, she said hello, hello, and she just basically took took the award. From Celine Dion, like she didn't even say, "Oh my gosh!" Like, you know, like cause the camera was on her like the whole time, so she did, she did, she did, she didn't really, she didn't really, uh, like acknowledge her, acknowledge her being there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And of course, like maybe because I'm a Canadian, like if I I felt something, but you know. Still, like that's a that's a Grammy. That's a that's a big that's a big thing, you know. Yeah, I'm just gonna find uh like the clip uh for a bit too, but yeah, it was actually like a very like interesting uh, moment that happened. She didn't even so... hug her. Like she didn't even hug her on the 
on a thing, bro, on the on their on their word. Taylor she just Swift. took it. Yeah. Like, you, you think she didn't know or something? I, I don't know. I feel like because like what I've noticed and all that too, like because it was like a surprising moment that happened like in the past and all that. Like, um, so usually like when she would win like awards too, she would kind of have like this whole like surprise gaze, even though it was expected that she would have uh, wanted like either way and all that too. I feel like with the Grammys, like with the because it's like a community, a committee that kind of makes the vote instead of like the whole like fan base stuff and all that. So they pick from like what they like and all that, and it could be from. Like people in the music industry to people like in in entertainment to like tastemakers to like a lot of stuff too. So sometimes too they're really critical with like what they put like as as their vote and all that too. And when you like look at like someone like Taylor Swift and all that too, kind of like a young icon like that has garnered like many fan bases through like many projects is sort of like a safe pick in many senses too like because she kind of fits like the demographic in a community where they would like listen to that stuff like young white like late 20s early 30s uh someone that is like kind of tame like vanilla and all that uh and you know that same fan base can be found like everywhere and all that like even in canada but like even like more so in the states too and like other parts of like europe and everything like that too so they know like it was going to be expected for like taylor to like win in a way and all that and i felt there were some like other projects that kind of had more of a better feel like i mean uh scissors project which was pretty much heard like everywhere whether it's the singles or whether it's like the entirety of the album like you know you can never go out anywhere and not hear like scissors and all that too but i feel like with Taylor, it was like a safe pick, so that's how I kind of assumed it, and I think maybe in a sense too, it was a coincidence too that you know she didn't even notice that Celine was there and all that. But then, because to me, she... I'm not gonna me like me to be honest with you, uh, maybe because it's my first time seeing Celine Dion on that on that because I don't because of course she's a really like an elderly person, right? But it but when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? That's who we were listening to, right? Yeah. So maybe because seeing Celine Dion at that stage, we were like, <clears throat> like so stargaze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe like we took we some some took it like a little bit like another level, yeah. but yeah. But of course, this is Taylor Swift's time. Like she is taking over the game. To be honest, yeah. so maybe maybe that's kind of why. But in the end. It was it was really it was really shocking in in both sides to be honest with you, yeah. especially like for the camera, especially for the camera guy. Like the camera guy, you know, if you notice it, it was basically on that. Like after Taylor Swift, that camera guy basically zoomed in Celine Celine Dion's face, and she was shocked. Yeah. Like she didn't get no acknowledgement, bro. Yeah, like I know I noticed like from the from that like clip and like even from what i've noticed too i felt like maybe like taylor didn't really look at it like at the right time too i think from the grammy's perspective yeah. because they were about to end it soon and all that too so she only had like a limited amount of time to kind of like say hi because like she was like saying hi to the people like that were in like her circle for creating that project for creating that project but she didn't really like recognize like Celine at that time too and they they had to do like some pr time to kind of make sure that Celine and taylor 
had that moment but i felt like it was like kind of like yeah. forced than anything else too yeah um i felt like taylor was like in the wrong in that sense too because this is like someone that is like battling like battling like a serious like health issue uh, too i think um with selena i think she has like i think um some severe health issues that prevent her from even yeah i think it was i think it was like her lungs or something i think it was her lungs or her or throat like she wasn't even supposed to be there but they just told her to come you know come through yeah yeah so i don't don't, to be honest i don't know yeah no that's honestly like the craziest like feeling uh, for a while too um i mean had it been like a younger person or someone that was like awarded at that time too i could have understood like the way taylor was acting because like you know that person they might not have like relations like that but for someone like celine dion it is kind of surprising too and you know acknowledgement is good for er- for everything and all that too i felt like maybe it was just on the onus of the grammys to maybe give it that time for taylor to kind of like say her like highs buys hugs all that and acknowledge like celine from there and all that too but also like taylor also has the onus to kind of even acknowledge like celine as well too so yeah yeah how did you uh, even feel about the whole like jay-z speech uh, that happened because i know of jay-z before was... no but sorry interrupt before we go to jay-z i really want to know what happened to uh uh you know the the guy that won um uh, what do you call it? Best rapper, Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah. He won. He won. He won three Grammys, but I think he got arrested. Uh, For what? What the hell did he do, yo? Yo, so the Killer Mike uh, situation. So, yo, fun fact. Uh, he actually won four Grammys. So. I think back Damn. in like 2004, uh, he won like a Grammy for like the other side with like Outkast and all that too. And this is like a long time ago, but it was more so Outkast award than like Killer Mike's. Uh, yeah, Killer Mike uh, won free like awards. Um, apparently, what happened is that uh, I think he was like overzealous with the fact that he won like the award and all that. That you know sometimes too, like you try to do your own thing too, you know you have like that moment where hey you know no one can dictate anything to me after i've accomplished like so much and all that and i think he was like trying to go to a specific area security stopped him and allegedly security said like, what, that, like what were you doing he, he, he like he was like interrupting something like was he like was he I acting think, up I, I think he was supposed to go somewhere and then security kind of stopped him in that sense too like hey you know, sometimes too, like with security, like if you like leave at a place too, you can't co- you can't like re-enter. Like that's how like most security policies are and all that. So what happened is that uh, I think he might have like left uh, like the arena just to go for a walk, just to do like his own thing and all that, and decided to come back. I think security stopped him because usually it has to be like a safe check too, because they don't know who's coming like in and out of the place and all that too. But I'm assuming they should have like known either way too that it was like killer mike and all that but yeah. like usually some in some cases you do have to wear like lanyards and all that type of yeah because because oh. yeah to be honest with you like when you go on like social media and stuff the way the thing like the, the way they were saying it it was like oh you know he it's because he won three grammys like you know they didn't like want him to like you know they didn't want him to win it i think that's why they wanted to arrest him like they were saying some crazy crazy shit but I didn't. I didn't really get like the the information, like you know, the 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 real information. So I was I was I was really confused. But yeah, yeah. Bro, that was insane. Yeah, I felt like you know, and like from what I've saw, like in the video too. I'm gonna like try to find the video on my end. Too. And I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Rap, like 
I, I feel like I feel like Thing deserved it. Uh, Meek Mill, bro. Uh, yeah, I think. He, I feel like he, I feel like he deserved, uh, he deserved rapper, like best rapper of the, of the year, cause that guy, that guy was going off, bro. Yeah, no, like I mean, his music is uh dope. I didn't really like listen to the new project uh, with uh, Rick Ross and all that too, but yeah. So yeah, the album was crazy. Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I actually, I actually had someone like on the freestyle actually, like kind of like freestyle that as well too. So, if you that, that was that was crazy. That's, oh, who's that? Is that an umbrella on top of him? Yeah. So I'm assuming that's his security, or like the people around him. He was supposed to go somewhere. I think the security tried stopping him, and then I think. It was a little bit of a disgruntled moment, and then it only showed like a certain moment. And then I think uh, the security might have assumed like he might have assaulted because you know, even if you do like a light tap, that's like kind of like assault too. So that's kind of like a very like crazy like feeling and all that. But um, yeah, wait, wait, like, am I, am I, am I gonna be like, like, I've never heard of of, of, of Killer Mike before. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. This is like my first time. And funny thing is, I've I think I seen him on Breakfast Television once, but I've never heard about Killer Mike till that day. So I was like, yeah. what the hell? I mean, yeah, Killer Mike, he's more known in the activist community. You know, like he was like protesting about like Black Lives Matter and you know, just like his hometown in Atlanta. Uh as far as like the music stuff too, he's more underground than mainstream. No um, way! So like, I saw underground underground rapper won a Grammy. Uh, yeah. Um, he was well known for being in Outkast at the time too. Like, just being in the like Outkast group, and then uh, I think once their time had ended, he released more music like independently and all that. And then he was like in an underground rap group uh, called like Run the Jewels with this like other guy named like LP, and you know they had some like critical acclaim with their music, and then. It led to Mike being like more famous on his own, but his fame really didn't ignite ignite back until the whole like Michael Brown, the whole uh, Trayvon Martin, uh, the Freddie Gray situation too. So that's when oh, he yeah. became more vocal, so and more known. So wow, yeah, yo, and I think uh, what else? What else had happened? Um, so I mean, you talked about the Jay Z, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yo, Jay-Z, uh, so what happened is that, um, I think, uh, earlier on, he was, like, t he won, like, the Lifetime Achievement Award, I think the Dr. Dre, like, Impact Award, and then, basically, he said, um, you know, more so... I mean, he deserved, yeah, he deserved it, bro, like, I'm not gonna lie to you, man, Jay-Z, not only in the music thing, but in, like, business-wise, that, that guy does a lot of things, like, yeah. this guy, he, not... Not only in the rap game, bro, but this guy basically he created a lot of artists. Like this guy from what do you call it? Like from Rihanna, right? From Kanye West, from uh who else? Uh I haven't I haven't I, I wasn't even told like he even signed Bieber. Yeah. Bieber, Bieber, Justin Bieber in the game too. This this guy has this guy has a lot of like Nipsey Hustle. Um, this guy does. Uh, this guy, he basically started a lot of a lot of artists. So the impact, yeah. I mean, 
to be honest with you, like we, we should not be surprised. It, maybe because his speech, like you know, even his speech, like he was, it was really straightforward. Like to me, all the interviews of Jay Z have has done is really like straightforward. Like you know, he like he's like a a realist means like he he will say what's what's in his mind. Like you know, and he always considered himself he always considered himself like the best the best rapper. Like this guy never this guy never says. That I'm not so like I'm not supposed to be here, bro. He knows that he's the best, and of course he says something like, "Oh, some people were supposed to uh, like some people deserved it, some people did not get it, those type of things." But yeah, man, it's Jay in the end, it's Jay Z, yo. You <laughs> know this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I mean, he's a legend to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remembered uh, when Travis Scott was like performing uh, "Fiend" uh, like at one of his sets at at the Grammys. I remembered he said, "You know, they slept on me like ten times," and that was like the amount of like uh, nominations he received for some of his stuff, like including Jay Z. Uh, Travis Scott actually. So oh. Travis Scott, uh, he performed uh, "Fiend" uh, and like some other stuff uh, too, like at the Grammys, and then basically, I think he ad libbed, "You know, they slept on me ten times." just like the way he would do it and yeah um you know it kind of reflected on like what happened like some years back and all that so initially he was like in debate for like best rap album and then he actually lost to uh cardi b when she dropped invasion of privacy like That's this crazy. is when this is like when like astroworld was like big at the time and all that uh I mean, Cardi won against, like, what, like, Travis, Nipsey Hussle. Like, this is, like, Nipsey before he passed away, too. And um, I think Mac Miller with, like, one project. And then I think um, Pusha T with Daytona and all that. And, yeah, you know, a lot. Was... Like, that time, a lot of artists, like, a lot of artists was going for that album. But when Cardi B won it, I think it really shocked the whole world, to be honest. Yeah. Because she was new, right? She's not, she wasn't, like, a... A rapper that been doing the game. She just hop on the scene and then she took it. Oh, she took over. Yeah, and she took over some of the biggest names in the game at that time, bro. Like, I'm telling you, bro. Like crazy, crazy names, bro. Yeah. It really, it really shocked. Yeah, and I think with the Grammys too, because it's like you know committee based choices. I think they notice how it makes more of a cultural like impact than anything else too. Even when, like, Pusha T was, like, talking about, like, his lifestyle, Nipsey was, like, talking about, like, finance, you know, like, wealth management, everything else, too. Like, Mac Miller with his creative style and then, you know, Travis Scott, like, with, with his creative style. You know, you could definitely hear more people say, like, you know, Invasion, Invasion of Privacy had more of an impactful al album because it had, like, songs for, like, everyone, for, you know, people, like, in the Latin market and all that, too, uh, for women. Like, I think, you know, women nowadays are, like, more listeners to people like Cardi B and to people like Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj than anyone else and all that. Like, you, I don't think someone would like, even relate to, like, the stuff that Travis or, what, like, Nipsey Hussle or Pusha T would say and all that, too. Because it doesn't like go within the de within the demographic, um. I mean, also women and other people from like different industries and all that too. Like Cardi did like rap about that, and you know it does make sense that you know the committee would find like a better pick for this one than with other like artists at at that time. And I think it was also at a time like when female rap was like about to like rise and all that too. So yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite rapper of all time? Favorite rapper of all time, uh, Nas, you know, easily and all that, you know. Of all time? 
of all time Nas. Yeah, I mean, like every like project he released, you know. So you tell me right now. You tell me right now when you, when when you were born, you were listening to Nas, bro. Keep it real. I mean, I listened to like the first time I actually listened to Nas was like seven, eight years old, and all that too. Like I was like I played like this video game like one day, and like the world is yours was like you know playing no in the background, way. and then. You know, like I was like listening to like that, that song here and there, and then it kind of introduced me to like other acts too. And then, you know, I actually found it out about like another song from a classmate, which was like a Nas song uh, too. Like I did like also like listen to like Drake, Rick Ross, Wayne. Tiger. He's not very nice. He's not very nice. Fifty Cent though. Ah, uh, I mean Nas. Like if you like put like Illmatic, it was like written, like you know, uh, I am like stillmatic even like the whole like king's disease projects and like magic like a lot of them have a lot of like overweighing like values than what 50 than what 50 cent drops i think like 50 only had like maybe like two good two good albums and like maybe some great mixtapes i mean Curtis i mean was... to be honest with you get rich or die trying i really don't think there will be a, a an album like a rap album better than that to be honest with you I don't know, bro, because I've heard every rapper. And the thing about me, right, I'll hear, I'll hear an album, and then there'll be, like, only one, two tracks. Like, one, two tracks, that'll be nice. Like, one, two, three tracks. But Gary Richards died trying, bro. From the first to the end, it was nothing but fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. like fire, bro. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Other, other than 50 Cent, like, when it comes to rap, like, that's, like, like from from... From the beginning to the end, you know, well, you, like you got to give it to like I'm talking about now, right? I'm not I'm like you got to give it to like what Drake. You got to give it to like Nipsey Hussle. You got to give it to like Meek Mill. I don't know Meek Mill. I think it was uh, I don't think I don't think it was Dream Chasers, but I think I think it was Dream Chasers or or something like that. I don't know which one was it, but I think it was one of those. Yeah, man, because to be honest with you, like, okay, I understand, right? Nas, you know, Jay-Z, you know, those guys are like the uh, like the pioneers when it comes to the rap game, right? That really changed the rap game. Because back in the day, it was nothing but, it was only it was only about, like, you know, lyrically. Like, you, you had to be lyrically gifted. Like, if, we're not, if you weren't lyrically gifted, you were not given a mic, like an, a microphone to, like, to come on stage and say what you got to say. You know, and then, but of course, right? And then you got, and then you got, uh, what do you call it? Notorious, and then you got Tupac. Like their flows, their flows, and they're lyrically together. It was like, what the hell, bro? It was like insane. And from there, you know, you started getting, you know, it's so yeah. funny. You started getting those, right? And then now, when you when you listen to rap now, right now, bro. It's not even like that no more. It's not like it's now it's like changing into like a song instead instead of rap. So they're more they're more concentrated on the flow, right? And on the beat than than the lyrics. You know? Yeah. So it basically went like like um how do you explain it, bro? Is it, it basically went straight to the beat. Like the beat basically like if you have a fire beat and then you can mumble on it, that's it. Like you're considered a top five. I'm talking about now. But back in the day, it wasn't like that. Back in the day, maybe because there was no, like, technology, 
no instruments to be like, you know, who has the best beat. But if you're lyrically gifted and then you have two guys behind you beatboxing or hitting the drum or whatever, and, if, and, then, and, and then if you could like spit, bro, Yo, broski, like you're you're top five, dog. Yeah. So and, so it's insane, fam. Yeah, I mean, music nowadays has changed a lot too. Like nowadays too, it's more so the vocals than anything else too. Because like nowadays, more artists are like playing with their vocals than like anything else. Like whether it's like changing like the rift of like the breath takes, changing like the style of how they say like certain words, like enunciation, yeah. the way that they would uh, kind of like play with their like octaves and all that too like it also plays like a role in like how yeah. it sounds too like i mean playboy cardi you know like he uses like autotune a lot but like now he's doing this whole like lower down like sound in some of his stuff too like especially like on fiend and all that too like um and like there were like other rappers that called him out you know overusing like style because everyone knew either cardi from like the baby like voice and all that or from like another sound too but yeah i mean that's more so like the new artists nowadays to drake um i think he's making music for the youth now than for his older fan base as well too so like with his older fan base it's because like he would be more with like the raps and all that you know he would be more lyrical but then he realized yeah. that you know like younger kids are like listening to him nowadays too so he kind of has to change like the flow the style and all that you know, the way he would, like, enunciate, like, certain words and all that, like, that's why he's, like, doing songs of, like, Geet and, like, Yachty, um, and, yeah, I think it just kind of goes from there and all that, because, you know, with the attention span and with everything else, too, like, they also play, like, a big factor in, like, how the change of sound, like, happens, because, like, not everyone's gonna take in, like, 40, 50 bars of, you know, different lifestyles and all that, too, so give me a sec. So I think the next topic in mind is the Bell Media selling uh, 45 uh, station, radio stations amid layoffs. Um, this is like just something that just really like happened uh, recently and all that too. Um, and I think Justin Trudeau even said like it was like a disgusting like format and all that too. So you say disgusting? Say? Yeah, he literally said it was like a disgusting act and all that. So. This is like what the article said, like Bell Media is ending multiple uh, television and newscasts and making other programming cuts after its parent company announced widespread layoffs and the sale of 43 out of its 103 regional radio stations. In an internal memo to Bell Media employees on Thursday, news stations such as CTV and BNN Bloomberg will be affected immediately. And these are mainly like in British Columbia, Ontario, Quebec and Atlanta, Canada. Um, Basically, it's signed by such and such, the vice president of uh, local TV, radio, and Bell Media Studios. And the other vice president of news at Bell Media said weekday new, new newscasts at all CTV stations except Toronto would end. It'll also scrap its 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. newscasts on weekends at all CTV and CTV2 stations except Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. Uh, multi-skilled journalists would replace news correspondent and technician teams reporting to CTV National News in Alberta, Manitoba, Quebec, and Atlanta, Canada, while other correspondent changes would be made, like in Ottawa. Uh, so basically, like some people were having like some issues with it. Uh, some employees have already been notified 
or were to be informed Thursday of being laid off while the balance we told by the spring. Uh, the other person said the company will use vacancies and natural attrition to minimize layoffs as much as possible. And they're also ending certain programs uh, within specific parts of the CTV news channel, which will be replaced by four-hour news broadcasts on weeknights beginning at 6 p.m. So, and I guess it's been like that, you know, most recently too. And a lot of it has to do with just like funding, like certain companies, because there's Rogers, Bell, like Telus, the two main ones within like, I think the three main ones within like media are Rogers, Bell, like Shaw. So usually it depends on the amount of viewerships that do tend to take over and all that with uh, Bell, because they have to also like allocate like resources for budgeting, for like the amount of people they have to pay, pay cuts, all that type of stuff too. So usually some people prefer like having cuts and trade and uh, also like kind of like different like styles within program than, than anything else to kind of appease to their budget and all that too. So Yeah, bro, to be honest with you, man, uh, before I begin, um, Bell, to be honest with you, basically is... I really think my favorite network in Canada when it comes to all the networks, right? You got Rogers, um, you got uh, Fido, you got Telus. Even though they're subdivisions uh, to like uh, in within the uh, Rogers and uh, Bell, but Bell, there's really no issues with Bell, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's the only issue with Bell, to be honest, is price. You know, it's it's really expensive. But what doesn't make sense to me is that if if you really own right, if you really own companies like Fido, uh, right, Telus, um, Freedom, like all these networks, right? Why is it like? Why is it like they receive? A lesser network, right? Because now, for example, Canada, uh, Canada's like uh, Bell's like uh, Canada's uh, like um, what do you call it? Uh, like network, right? It's, it, I don't think it's Rogers. Rogers is like it's just coming now, but Bell is much older, right? So Bell owns majority, excuse me, majority of the like of everything in Canada, right? Even though they say Rogers faster than Canada, I don't really. Be, uh, I mean, faster than Bell, I really don't believe it, because uh, they're all the same, bro. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Right now, I'm on Bell, right? I'm on Bell five G, and to keep it real with you, man, five G. It's like unless you're in a specific area that has five G, you're not using the full ca- uh, capacity speed of five G. Yeah, which is. Which is sad. Like, I mean, because before before Bell, I was on, uh, what do you call it? Um, I was on Fido, right? And the reason why I went from Fido to Bell is because Bell, they were offering a, a deal where you get 120 gigabyte. Imagine 120 gigabyte for basically the same price I'm paying with Fido. So I moved to, uh, to Bell. And to keep it real with you, bro, it's the same shit. The only the only difference is that you get high definition. Meaning, when you stream with Bell, when you're on your internet or anything on the go, it's high definition. So you have that high definition network, right? 
But other than that, that network is really, really sad, bro. Because now they're telling me, oh, unless you're in a specific location, you won't be able to use the 5G plus, which is like, what the frick, bro? Because imagine you can go to America, right? They're telling Bell right now you can go to America or you can go to Mexico and you can use Bell service. But me, because me, I like speed. Like, I'm addicted to speed. Like, if you have that speed, bro, like, if it never has that speed, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. Like, okay, I could use your service anywhere, but but what about the service, bro? Like, what about the quality? Like, if it's like, for example, bro, like, for example, right, I'm, I'm in Africa right now, and you're in Canada, and I'm calling you, okay, okay, we, we, we're good, we're connected, but... If there's no no connection, right? No speed, because speed, of course, more speed, yeah. the more connection you have. It's like it doesn't matter. Like who cares? And to be honest with you, I think that's the reason why. Right? I think that's the, the main reason is that they're they're losing money, right? Bell Bell is losing money, and the only thing they could uh, survive in this game is to cut everything. That's like that they have, right? Cause I don't know, bro. Cause I'm seeing the news, uh, not news lately, but of course they do, they do, they do show this on the news. But it's because it's a private thing, and they're scared because of people might wake up and like protest and you know like do riots and stuff. But we're going into a digital a digital time, meaning that everything that we do, right, our daily life will be digital. So our money will be digital. That's one thing that they have started. And this has started 2009. Crypto. I don't know if you heard about crypto, but that's that's one thing that they have started. And now it's basic communication. Right? Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, there was one thing that I read on the topic, right, regarding Bill, is that Bill, they're saying they're not getting the memo, right? So Bill is starting to realize that corporations and governments in the world are moving towards this agenda where it's like more digitalized right and bill are not getting the memo so they're saying that okay if they're gonna if they're gonna move in that type of direction we should we should also do the same so what they're doing is right now is that they're cutting right that's what really hurts some of the things because they're not getting they're not getting the information too so what they're doing right now is that they're cutting all the networks that they have like all the radio stations because to be honest with you bro no one listening to radio stations no more man unless it's like unless it's like you're plugging your iphone to the freaking uh to the freaking car or anything you're not listening to a radio fam like unless you're like plugging your youtube netflix or what do you call it um I don't know, like all those streaming services, like all those music streaming services, podcasts, for example. Like if you're not like those, those are getting more views than radio stations. Like think about it. Like me, bro. Like the last time I heard a radio station was like a long while back, and now if I go to a radio station, they're not even there no more. Like ninety two point five. You know ninety two point five flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they they're actually... not even. They're not yeah, even they... there no more, fam. They're like, like I don't know. They're not even in the freaking uh, system anymore. So it's like, yo, yeah. bro, like, I feel like, yeah, man, I feel like there's a lot of things happening and we're not aware of. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah. We're not aware of 
and we're not getting like what do you call it the say like you know how like you know like for example like when we go to eat right uh we have a menu like on the on the top so we know what we're getting right so we know the price of that combo and we know what's in that like in that burger right but when it comes to this we're not getting none of that shit fam like like we're getting it right and they're like okay this is happening do 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 and then boom and the only thing the only choice we have is to work with it is to use our freaking brain and then work with it but we don't get it like we don't get the what's that word fam like we don't get like the heads up yeah the heads up we don't get that and now Bella's like like Bella's saying fuck it like if we're not getting a heads up fam yeah no I definitely know what you mean yeah and a good thing about Bell right now is that they're saying that we need more Canadian content I don't know if you heard, but they're saying that we need more Canadian content because a lot of Canadian content out there are not being spread in the world. Because think about it, fam. America is really colonizing the whole world. Like now in Canada, the majority of things that we see is American. So now because they're realizing that we have a lot of artists, we have a lot of uh, comp uh, Canadian businesses that are booming right now. So we're saying that we should capture lies on those and then we should present it so yeah, yeah bro that's it. i think that's why bell media is moving moving or like moving that type of direction man but to be honest with you bro if all things work well this it's gonna be really good bro i feel like i feel like canada will probably benefit in this digital in this digital world to be honest yeah um I'm going to give my take on this too and there are like some things that I do want to add on. Uh usually radio stations are being played as well too, but they're play being played like unsynchron uh, unsynchronously and all that. Like, you know, like usually like or like you know in non-viewer like playtime and all that. So because like usually with viewer playtime there's like usually like someone like actually like listening to it and all that like non-viewer playtime it'll mainly be played like in the background and all that too so if you go to like a tim hortons or if you go to like a mcdonald's or like any other restaurant or business too there's someone like playing it like in their system it's not like like it's not like you know people are forced are forcing themselves to like listen to it on their own you know the restaurant or like the establishment is like actually like sort of forcing it on the people to like listen to too to kind of get some vibrancy like in the air and all that um so there is like viewer like playtime like on that sense too from whatever market or establishment there is uh some cars too they don't have like they don't have like an ipod system or like an iphone system or like an aux cord to kind of play from like another person's device too so some people are stuck to being like playing like the radio and all that too and like even with some businesses too like they do kind of do that um I'd say for peace and quiet and all that too. I mean, some play their own music, but it kind of like depends as well too. So, um, I'd say like also with the whole like radio industry too, it is yes, it is uh, correct that it is like a dying breed nowadays too, and like even with um like media too, because if we look at bigger cities too, like even smaller cities are conglomerating with bigger cities to showcase their content on other like on like the main channel and all that too so 
uh, I'd say like City TV, for example, too, because uh, before, like when you click on the original like City TV uh, like YouTube page, it'll mainly be from stuff like in the city in Toronto and all that. But now, like they're getting other people from other parts of Canada to showcase their content for people to watch and all that too, uh, making it more of a universal channel than anything else too. That's the same thing with like content nowadays too. So they're trying to make it more universal than anything else too. Not knowing with smaller cities and smaller areas, they have like different situations going on, different rules, different subsets. So they would have to showcase like their media like in that way too. So a situation like maybe in Toronto doesn't equate for someone to know like in Halifax or like Charlottetown or anywhere in Quebec and all that too. So that's why they would need their own uh, media station. And since they can't have it anymore too, like their only way of gaining that information is for like a local newspaper or like online in that sense too. And I feel like you, as you said, and now, are... and now, yeah. And now, and now you also need licenses. Justin Trudeau was like, um, in order, in order. So, for example, now, right? If you do have a podcast or anything related to that in Canada, you need to acquire a license. I don't know the what the license is for. Like, why do you need a license, bro? The frick? Like, why do you need a license to do, to do a podcast from? Hey, what is that? I feel like from what he's saying, I'm. I'm assuming it's if the podcast is like accruing like many like money and all that like like let's say if a well successful podcast is making up to like maybe over a hundred thousand like a year and all that. So it's or... not, yeah. But to be honest with you, bro, it's not. So it's not like a license, fam. We don't need we, we don't need a license to do that. Okay, if there's a if there's a certain tax we, we gotta pay, we'll pay that. But license, you know what that means? Like to keep it real with you, bro. I think a license, fam, is basically they're gonna control. And what we do, so it's basically saying that we gonna have a we gonna have a filter on the things that we say. Cause think about it, fam. I don't know, but if you haven't seen like, for example, Instagram, X, which is uh before it used to be known Twitter, right? Facebook, they're like they're in deep trouble, fam. Like they they're like in big trouble because. They don't have no filter, meaning that you could do whatever you want. Like you could show whatever you want, you could do whatever you want, and you could say whatever you want. So because of those three big companies, right now, like they're trying to control every freaking little thing. Like every little thing. Which to be honest with you is not fair. I mean, cause think about it. Right? Has I seen in history free like Free, like free speech is what makes you um it's what makes you uh what do you call it like unique right it was it's what makes you uh yourself creative right so if they control your creativity it's hard fam because everyone's gonna be doing the same thing you know everyone's gonna be doing the same same thing over and over again and then what they're gonna be like okay yo bro like you can't do that you know what I'm saying yeah. But you know what's so funny? Someone probably I don't, I don't know if you heard like I don't know if you heard a story about Facebook and uh Facebook. Facebook was was not the original was not the original network. Like that was taken from someone someone else, you know? But of course that's like a long time ago, but I'm just saying like yeah. I mean, when it comes to the license and stuff, you know, that's that's yeah. that's scary, bro. Yeah. That's basically privacy. Like privacy is no more. Yeah. I know nowadays too. You 
they can't have like certain media platforms on Instagram or anything owned by Meta and all that too, unless it comes yeah. like, within the Canadian government too. So like Trudeau, so you can't really post like a CTV article or anything else on Facebook or Meta or like anything else too and all that too, because it kind of defies like even if you like type a post like from the Canadian like you know about the Canadian government about like let's say Justin Trudeau is such and such and such and if it's like nothing within regard as a fact and all that too you could actually have your information being spied upon by the government as well too which you know as you said it breaches like privacy and all that it breaches like a lot of stuff too and you know, it causes like more problem, like more harm than good, and all that too. Like it kind of kind of causes like issues and trust and all that too. But then there are others that do kind of conform into it, and you know they just do like what they have to do and all that. So which is crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be scary, fam. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if we can, if we can benefit, okay. Like, you know, if if we could benefit off that, okay. Like, if we can, like, if we can't be wealthy, but if they if they really want to con- control our wealth. And then on top of that, control our content and control our creativity, man. That's gonna be, that's gonna be depressing, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be, be really feeling. depressing. Yeah, really, really depressing, fam. Yo, I think you know, like, I want to move this like topic on uh, right now. I don't know if you know about like China's like social credit system by any chance. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, fam. That's crazy. You know what they say in China? In China, if you're crossing, if you're crossing freaking road, fam. Right, if they catch you lacking on the road and they and and they see you like doing what do you call it jaywalking, yo fam, they're putting you on a freaking screen, on 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 in the in the city. So they have a big they have a big screen, right, a big monitor, and they put you they put you in that system. And they say, okay, this guy or this um this this lady will uh their credit score will go down. So yeah. each wrong so each wrong you do so each like each like each mistake or wrong you do your credit score gets penalt like penalized yeah. off of that yeah no it's crazy you think that's right yeah i mean it is kind of messed up too um for me for me like when i usually look at a certain topic too i kind of look at the good and bad and all that but you know even before i get to the good and bad i want to read about it first too so just for people to like tap in so China's social credit system has been compared to Black Mirror, Big Brother, and every other dystopian future sci-fi writers can think of. It's more complicated, so the idea for social credit came about back in like 2007, which with projects announced by the government as an opt-in system in 2014. But there's a difference between the government system and private corporate visions. So, and basically they explained it. So, unveiled in 2014 plan, uh, pieces of the system are already in place and the Chinese government appears to be targeting at a 2020 goal so it just started like recently so there's no one so- social credit system instead like local governments have their own social record system that work differently while unofficial private versions are operated at companies like you know like from banks and credit card companies and all that so they use like shopping habits among other data to inform credit style scores on an opt-in basis so like usually like as you said too um so like how does the social credit system work so um so the target eventually is that the government system will be countrywide with businesses given a unified social credit code and citizens and identity number all linked to permanent record so if you go to a credit china website and have an entry entities uh, credit code 
you can type that and pull up credit card credit records individuals who have like id linked codes it's less a score and more of a record so there is like a blacklist that's part of the official government social credit system which means if you owe the government money for example you could lose certain rights and between like a low social credit score and being blacklisted so but what does that tell you bro what does that tell you to be honest it's you know basically it's like kind of showing like hey you know if you do good you know you'll get like these like rewards and all this other type of stuff too but even if you do something minor it's like you know like crossing over like a red light or you know like littering you know like your social credit system can be bad and i've actually seen videos about this and you know like so in some cases there are perks and benefits and others it's like you know you're violating your human rights like in, in a sense too and all that and i mean youtube youtubers have been making like videos about this other like news entities have been making sources about this um i saw like this one where like i think this old uh, like chinese lady was like kind of noticing what her neighbors were doing and she would like send that information over to the government too which is kind of crazy as well too you know so but yeah and and a scary thing about it if it works over there like if it works in china the the other countries will will use it too because yeah. think about it it's all like it's all a test fam you know how you know how we play like monopoly how we play how we play those games how you play those strategy games and as i realized of course it's not like a big thing but there's little little things that have that have witnessing i by saying is that once it works in a specific location and the people start getting accepted you know not only that but the economy right the economy of that country the structure of the economy, the peace, the unity, if there's no problem and it, and it increases, other countries will okay, you know? We're going to use that too. Because think about it. The whole thing about this world as we see is that what is, how can we find a way to control the people but also give them what they need, right? Give them what they ask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this new thing, as I said, this digital thing, because this is digital. This is this is what we call digital, uh, what we call digital identity, meaning that they know everything about you. You know what I'm saying? So if you do one, like, imagine, bro, if you do one slight thing, one, like, tiny, tiny mistake, that's it. Like, you're finished. Yeah. That's You know how tough that is, bro? Yeah, like like you, know, you got you, to be honest with you, fam. You just gotta be like in that case. I rather just be religious, like, cause you know what I'm saying. Like, just stay, just stay, be, like, be a religious person, bro. Cause it's like it's 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 insane, man. Yeah, I mean, for me, like when I look at like a certain situation, I look at the good and bad. I'd say if we even like look at like some of the good stuff about it. I mean, it regulates this whole, like, good, bad behavior system or, like, operant yeah. conditioning and all that, too. So, like, if you do good, you kind of get, like, rewards and all that. If you do bad, you know, you get punished. So, like, let's say you donate to charity or you help a homeless person out or, you know, you help police officers at, like, the scene of the crime or through a police investigation with your own details. Like, let's say your social credit, like, goes up. So, they'll probably, like, look at it as, you know, you kind of get, like, maybe like more of a higher paycheck or you know like less charges like on rent and all that versus or like you know like less charges on like certain 
items you want to purchase like a car or like groceries and all that versus like let's say you do something minor is like you know like littering or you know spending money on video games or like other stuff too or like buying like alcohol uh at an, an alarming like rate and all that too so that social credit can go down like in china and it could affect like even like you know buying like certain things too like buying groceries or paying rent and all that type of stuff too and even if you do something as like major like a crime and you get like blacklisted too it'll affect you know your way of like finding a home and all that type of stuff too and yeah there, so that's are... so that's bad too bro yeah because think so, about it do you really think do you really think that like that's needed it's instead of this we, they should instead of this right they should find a way in or they should find a way to um like be, find a way to help people in their in their um like in their necessities like help finding them a shelter or help finding them a job right or help or help finding or help finding them education or or help finding them food like food to eat but what is this like digital we don't need that bro like we don't need to see what the other man like the other person is doing like you know what i'm saying yeah. because, because we we don't know what we doing bro and we and we're, we're basically gonna watch another Grammy fam. Like it's like watching a Grammy, bro. Like like you know, it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah, insane, man. Yeah, it's not it's not right, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's not the, right. This yeah. I mean, for them, they look at it as like you know, like a morale change. You know, like helping society in that sense too. But who are you like really like helping? But it's not. Like... I don't think it's helping. I don't think. I don't think okay. this. What they what they found out this digital thing. I don't really think it's helping society, fam. What it's really doing. Is benefiting the higher power, right? It's benefiting the rich. Like they said, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Because think about it, fam. The rich right now is they will not, like, they will not go down. The rich will be forever rich because they will control you in whatever you do. So right now, it's like they're gonna, it's like they're playing a game on us. So we're basically saying, hey, yo, I think Yom right now is walking the sidewalk. Let's see if he jaywalks. And if this guy jaywalks, fam, I'm taking bigger points from this guy, dog. Can you imagine, fam? Yeah, it's That's crazy. That's some cold-hearted shit, dog. Yeah. yeah. Cold-hearted, bro. And, you know, it doesn't work with, like, every other country, too. I don't think it's going to work with any country at all, at all because they look at the idea of, like, empathy and care and all that type of stuff, too. You know, they look at, like, helping others first than, like, anything else. With China, it's, like, because they have, like, a, a boosting economy with the amount of, like, businesses and corporations being involved in, like, helping out with their products, too. They kind of look at it as, like, the way, like, you know, you have to work. It's, like, either work or, you know, you're be gone and all that from society and all that, too. And, you know, that's, like, that morale that has been held within, like, many... And, it, and, and it's so scary. Think about yeah. it, bro. Like, 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 we just, like we just said now. If you don't do it, we're gonna take your life. Yeah. So of course I got no choice. I gotta do it, bro. I'm not trying to die yeah. out here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy, yeah, dog. It's crazy too. Yeah, no, it's wild, man. And I think Yeah, and, and like I said, if it works over there, it's gonna come down here to the west side. And I think and the, and the scary thing about the west side, they don't play that, bro. I think uh, we'll go over we'll go on like the next uh topic uh, right now, which is like the whole uh, Krishan Rock situation. Yeah, I'm just gonna like lower my mic down, but like if you can like hear me uh, for a bit too, like I'm just like right here. But uh, 
yeah i think like this is also like another crazy like one as well too so give me one quick sec and this so basically um this uh social media star who is like famous on tv made a comment on like the war in gaza is happening so i'm just gonna play a clip right here so that's why it's happening right there like all them people that's bowing down with them carpets that's on the floor they bowing down to a god that said i can't hear it i can't hear it worship his son yeah. to accept all right, let me take off uh, my headphones up for a bit too. Son first, so, and then they making big palaces of it, like you know, like 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 they really standing and sticking behind it, like they made laws about their religion. So, I'm kind of like where Jesus was born at. They go over there believing something that's totally had nothing to do with him, right? Or yeah. no, cause like I seen videos where they pray at is cockroaches and infested with, like so what is God trying to tell us? That's what I that's what I want to know from this whole situation. Like, well, what is what is the message behind the chaos? Like, yeah, we know war to war, but it's like okay, things always happen for a reason, and it's happening. What is the reason behind it? Not the economic, the political. They don't believe in Jesus. So that's why it's happening. The cool reason I want to know the spiritual reason behind it. Like, then he said, "Girl, it's the same God." No, Jesus is different. Like, Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the represent is the representation of God. And then God told us if we don't accept His Son, we don't receive anything out of it. So us praying to Allah, God, it's kind of like pointless if you don't receive jesus that's basically what's written in the word in so many words so i just feel like um where the place was jesus born at like what do y'all think you think i'm like off or what the cool reason i want to all right yo uh what do you think uh so far and all that uh to answer with you like to answer her question yeah i think she's like well off like she's well off on topic I did not. Th I do not think she really educated herself before talking on this serious, serious topic. Because uh, right now there is something serious really going on in the Middle East, and <clears throat> I mean to help her out, uh, uh, they do believe in Jesus, right? The Palestine, they do believe in Jesus. And they do believe that he is, he will be, he will be coming, you know, to save, to save all of us. So what she said on, on that is really, I mean, sad, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that is a hard topic because um, that land, that area is like the holy land, and she she doesn't know that like Jerusalem is in. Palestine, right? It's in, it's in that, it's in that, like, <laughs> that area. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy because I don't know. I, I really, I, because knowing that annoying uh, Christian, right? Was her a Christian? Christian talk? Uh, I never knew. I never knew she was that type of person that, you know. I thought she was like more like that tomboy. You know what I'm saying? That rapper, that hardcore shit. I never knew she really um, cared about. You know, or 
know about the information. So for her to talk on that, that's like, I don't know, bro. That's that's serious. Because of course, a lot of people going to listen to her. You know, a lot of people going to like, you know, going to be like shocked. Like, oh my God, like she's talking about this. Oh my, you know, what should we do? This, this, this. Yeah. But to be honest, broski, like she was wrong for that because she doesn't know. Like, yeah. She, so what she said was, she said like, the Jews are more, uh, they know Jesus than the Palestinians. Is that what she was saying? Um, I think because like um, she assumed that like the Palestinians were mainly like Muslim, like that you know, <laughs> uh, she kind of like misinterpreted like the way that they were like doing prayer because, uh, they use like a special like rug for prayer and all that, uh, but yeah, I mean there were like a lot of like inconsistencies on what she said. There are like Palestinian like Christians out there as well too like you know as you said too like it was like founded within like the realm of jerusalem within christianity um and i this no, is, but, like, but no but she but the thing is you don't have to be you don't have to be christian in order to believe in uh in order, in order to believe in in jesus christ because if it if it, it it even says in in the quran right that jesus will be coming to to save, to save all of us, you know? That's what she has, she has to understand. Because now all, cause think about it, bro. All religions, they all have Jesus in their books, yeah. right? Saying that he's going to come back and he's going to save all of us. So for him, for them, for him saying that they don't believe, they do believe. Like, yeah. they probably believe in him more than, more than others, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's, that's cold, man. She really disrespected it. And yeah. she's not she she was not supposed to do that to be honest. Yeah. You know? I know with her. I've done like a little bit of research about her, so you know, now she believes she's like a God fearing woman that, you know, is usually watching like a lot of like, you know, Christian based like media and all that and I think she was like kinda like unaware of the whole idea of like religion nowadays too, because with Quran, like it also places like Jesus among the greatest prophets. So they they kinda look at him as like a prophet of god and was like born to like a virgin and all that whereas with jews they believe that he was neither the jesus of nazareth was the messiah nor the son of god and all that too so they don't hold like much more of idolatry like phase of like jesus christ and all that too um i mean with someone like her i mean a lot of people like who are like confined to like one area of their life they're not gonna really explore like different parts of the world and all that too like they're only confined into like what they like see and all that too so this girl uh Krishan rock uh was born like in like america like in maryland and then lived all around i don't think she has been to other countries like in the world and all that but um, she's followed but she was followed what she said bro and not only that fam like even in her media in like the way, even the way she pro portrays herself, she portrays herself as a person that doesn't care, right? She like she gets what she wants, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like she's a god. She, she's trying to be a god fearing woman. She just wanted. It's like she just wanted to enter in that in that discussion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the sad thing about it, the sad thing about it, no one is going to really. Uh, talk to her or check her, you know, unless she's like outside, yeah. um, like you know, where the places that at the how they really yeah. get down. Unless her, unless she's not down there, 
She, no one's gonna come up to her and into the media and say, "Oh," and she's not gonna care, bro. Like even if you tell her to comment her, she's not gonna, she's not gonna care. She, yeah. She's probably high right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to be honest with you, like that's 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 yeah. that's crazy, fam. Yeah. Are you? Sure? And it's even sad. Like it's even yeah. sad. Like we talking, you talking about her, but it's a, you know, yeah. for just to help her out, you know, I feel like she just she she should just keep on doing what she was doing yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, I compare someone like that to, uh, uh, there's like a guy named, like, I think, Herschel Walker, who was trying to run for, like, senator in, like, Georgia and all that, too. And he was, like, a former, like, football player. Um, so when you have people from, like, different industries that try to get into different formats of life and they're not as, like, well-versed, like, on that, they're only going to have, like, the interpretation of, like, what they know and, like, what they see rather than, like, the bigger picture, too. And, like, that's why with certain roles, it's usually best for people of a high caliber to even take part in that too like i mean even kanye at one point wanted to be president and donald trump was like president too and like they come from like different industries where it's a different experience a different like byproduct too and that's why it's only like versed for certain people to be on that like that's why more people do feel safe with like joe biden being president than a donald trump or a kanye west or a herschel walker and all that too because herschel walker was he's a politician uh, he used to be he used to be a football player for the NFL, and then he tried running as a senator or a governor for Georgia, and then he lost to like another guy and all Here's that. WhatsApp video. Oh, sorry, sorry, that was one caller. Yeah, no worries. So he used to be an NFL player, like top player. Uh, yeah, like uh, I'd say he was pretty good, and then uh, uh, he said. I'm running for Georgia, like, I'm running for, like, senator or, like, governor of Georgia and all that. Had, like, a good campaign. People, like, he was, like, pretty much talked about within CNN for throughout maybe, like, a three to six month period and all that, too, with a lot of, like, politicians and other people claiming, you know, he's not, like, well-versed or has, like, the knowledge to even be run, like, a certain, like, position like that and all that. Because, like, you know, like, that even, like, that same situation when, um, I think Tommy Lauren, like, called out, like, LeBron and saying, like, shut up and dribble, like, after the whole, like, uh, Michael Brown <laughs> situation. Like, that's how, like, most people, like, kind of look at, like, certain people, too. Like, why are you speaking about a certain industry if you don't know about it? Just stick to, like, what you know and all that. And I feel like everyone has, like, the right to, like, retain knowledge in whatever they want to do. But yeah. they have to retain knowledge, like, within the right way to know what's going on rather than just giving, like... So, do you... Th- but do you think what she said is, like... Um, like, do you think she had any any audacity in what she was saying, or do you think we should just like let her go? You know those ones. Like, you you think you think she had any audacity? Like, do you think she said that out of anger, or do you think she just said that out of um, what do you call it? Like, you know, yeah. I'm saying what I'm saying, and cause think about it, right? I know for a beginner. Right for someone that doesn't know anything about it, I understand. Okay, the Israel, the Israelites are the ones that we should follow. Right, the Israelites are the ones that are the God's chosen people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand where she's coming from, but in the end, you cannot, you cannot say something like that, which is foul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like. For, like the context from what I found it on is that she watched something and then got emotional and then started to speak more on that and then 
I feel like she was going off on emotion than anything else too, rather than taking everything in and all that. And um, yeah, I feel like you know maybe someone should have took the phone from her, and maybe just only like have like a team only post her stuff and all that too. But and it has worked with some people too because some people will post like random stuff and then they realize you know it's giving like cloud chasing or you know it's just doing the most and all that too and usually people who have like management teams that manage the social media than artists who do than artists who manage their own social media i feel like you know you don't really hear as much like much on like certain stuff and all that too um like i think like Emily choppa like i think uh, i remembered he used to post like a lot like on social media back then like on his own and then I think his management team took his social media away from him and all, and all that, and, you know, they just started posting, like, what would be acceptable, like, content and all that, too, because, you know, like, you can't just post, like, anything and not expect, you know, like... You get backlash. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, man. Uh, but, yo, um, we have, like, a couple more topics, and uh, one that's, like, actually important right now is, like, the whole, like, NBA uh, trade deadline. Um, yeah. How do you even like feel about like the whole like uh, trade uh, deadline nowadays too? Because uh, we received uh, Kelly Onik and I think another player for like Otto Porter Jr. and I think uh, someone else too. And then I think uh, Patrick uh, Beverly like also like got traded as well too. And like I think to like I think the Bucks and then like a whole lot of like other players as well too. So I also also thought we were gonna get uh, Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie. And then I think they waved them, I think, you know. That's cold, bro. I was really excited because that guy was nice. Then I heard that he went to uh freaking Los Angeles Lakers, bro. Yeah. That was that was mean, dog. Cause that guy was nice, bro. Cause think about Raptors, we need shooters. Like we need we need we need three point shooters. Like we need like straight out shooter. Cause we got slashes. Like we got people that could dunk, that could fly, that could do layup, play defense, all that. But we need straight up shooters. Like we need like like how am I gonna say it, family? Like, we need like Devin Booker. We need um Middleton. We need uh um Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? We need Kevin Durant. Like we need like we need shooters, bro. Cause yeah. yo, bro, our team is like our team is stacked, fam. Like our team is yeah. real good. Yeah. Like we need we need like shooters. Yeah. And um trading for RJ Barrett was whoa was probably. Amazing, amazing move. I did not really think that we will we will make that type of move. Yeah. But your broski, that Messiah, that guy needs that guy needs that guy needs a freaking uh what do you call it keys to the city, bro. Like that guy, that guy makes moves, fam. Like, uh, like of course, OJ, OG, OG, and Pascal Siakam. I mean, those are like those are our guys. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I love them. They're they're really like amazing players, but. Getting rid of them and acquiring players like RJ Barrett and stuff like that, man, you need balls. Like you need, like yeah. you need, you need a heart. Like yeah. you need to be cold blooded. Cause imagine we we gave away our superstar, our freaking all star. Probably might if he plays like this, Siakam, he might become a Hall of Famer, right? Giving away, who do we? We didn't even get nobody from freaking um from freaking Indiana, bro. Yeah. I think we're getting like maybe like some draft picks, but, like, but I think that's it. And all nah, that. bro. Yeah, that's but, that, man. We to be honest with you, like he, that's like that should be yeah. like a one-one with Tyler, bro. Yeah. Like we should at least get Tyler. 
But yeah. not getting tighter than getting picks, I feel like I feel like that's that was that was a win for Indiana. Yeah. That was a loss for Toronto. That was a win for Indiana. Right? <laughs> but with the New York, the New York Knicks, that's like a 50-50 because OG right now is killing it in New York. Yeah. Shout out to OG. Yeah, man, that guy that guy, I mean, he was a nice player in Toronto, but right now, right now he's putting up numbers in New York. But RJ Barrett, he's a young player. He's a better shooter. Right, he's a better shooter than OG, so you know yeah. it's just time to be honest with you. But yo, bro, uh, I don't know, man. Toronto, Toronto, they have a chance, broski. They're they're moving in a yeah. in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, but I mean, other than, huh? Sorry. I mean, okay. other than that, I mean, uh, right now they're they are prioritizing on their new players, so like Scotty Barnes and then also um, Grady. Uh, Our rookie, Scotty uh, Dick. Dick what's, it, Scott, what's it, Dick? Like Your Grady Grant, Dick or something Dick? like that. Grady Dick, yeah. So like they're trying to promote those two than what we have uh, right now. I mean, because like when they look at like Scotty Barnes, Young has like a lot of potential. You know, I call him Giannis, bro. He plays just like Giannis. Yeah. And he's, he's like, he's like, he's like a, he's like a strong, like he's like a strong buff player. He's not like a scorer, but he's like a, like he will give you rebounds. Like he will go to the basket every freaking possession. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he's like, he's like, he's aggressive. Like he has confidence. Yeah. He, he's not scared. Like he's not. He doesn't yeah. fear nobody. And I mean, Grady Dick. I mean, he's also I think a good player as well too. I mean, I think he plays like what center or power forward. No, no, no. He's a shooter. Oh, he's, he's a shooter as well too. Oh, yeah, he's like he's a shooting guard. Yeah. He he. They say he's he was the best shooter in the draft. Like on the yeah. M, uh, NBA draft, he was the best shooter in the draft. That's which that's why we, to be honest with you, that's why they acquired him. Uh, personally, um, I didn't know him, but once I start seeing his like his videos and stuff, he has an amazing form. He knows how to uh, handle the ball. He know, his vision in the game is amazing. He plays defense. All they really gotta do is give him give him time, like give him yeah. minutes. Yeah, he dropped what sixteen points one game, what sixteen twenty points two or three games. If they give him more minutes, give him more ball possession, that's what. But the thing about Toronto fam, what really, what really kills me, is that they're so specific on ISO play, like their main, their main gameplay is ISO, meaning that if you're a good player in Toronto. Their ISO playing offense and their defense. That's what they that's what they're really that's what they're really think. But if they could really play like what do you call it? Like their style of play, right? If their style of play when it comes to offense, their defense is amazing. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. They're like top five when it comes to defense, right? But they're offensively, if they if they move something like San Antonio, right? Um something like you know the triangle, right? So you have like three players getting a ball, but giving the the ball for just one player, that's not gonna work. Yeah, like that never works. Yeah, like starting with Jordan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying starting with Kobe, that never works. Yeah. So right now they have to really play as a team, and if they play as a team, Broski, man, they're gonna be really nice. Yeah. Like they're 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 really good, bro. Um, yeah, I know for me, like, the Raptors still have to prove themselves if they can make it, like, another, like, 2019 all over again and all that, too, because it is, like, at a rough start right now, so I think we're, like, 
bottom fourth uh, in the league uh, right now, like in the Eastern Conference. So, like way below, like you know, like I mean, it's like with Detroit, and then I think some other teams too. And you know, yeah, we should. The like we bad. Like we're, we're right now, we're the best team. We're we're the worst team in the Eastern Conference, bro. Yeah. Like just so like, it's sad. Yeah. And I mean, with these like recent trades too, because uh, with uh, Shorter being traded to BK for like Spencer and all that too. I mean, with Dennis, like, he was good, and then I think uh, maybe it's just a passion, too, because, like, usually when you do play for, like, a city like Toronto, too, and all that, like, no one wants to pay taxes, and, you know, no one wants to do, like, other stuff like that, too, so, but when No, we don't have, you know, to be honest with you, it's not that, fam. We don't have no, like, like how Bell said it, we don't have that coverage, like, we don't have that freaking network, dog. Yeah. Like, it's not like New York. New York, fam, once you enter New York, you're the hardest- like you're the hottest guy, like hottest person in the world once you enter New York, meaning everything's on you, like all eyes on you. But Toronto, it's like once you're in Toronto, fam, it's like you're, uh, what do you call it? It's like you're in a, what's that thing, fam? Like, like you're in a desert, right? No yeah. one knows you. Yeah. And- no, I'm telling you, fam, what, it's not about the tax. I really, I thought it was, I thought really, I thought it was about a tax and all that, but what Toronto needs Toronto needs media coverage, meaning that we need all the networks, all the networks, right? Like, for example, Fox, NBA TV, like, I don't know, Sportsnet. What's, well, like, I don't, some, I really don't know, like, some networks in, in America, but NBC, right? NBC or NCBC, like, all those heavy, heavy, like, big networks, we need that coverage in Canada. That's the only way, that's the only way we could improve our um our recognition yeah because think about it when Kawhi when Kawhi came to america right well i mean when Kawhi came to toronto uh it really shocked a lot of people right but guess what even when he came to toronto we didn't even get no freaking we didn't even get no freaking uh christmas game think about it fam <laughs> a christmas game bro when you yeah. have a christmas game you're considered the biggest team in the nba yeah after winning a ring, fam, we didn't even get a freaking Christmas game, dog. Can you imagine how disrespectful yeah. that is? That's, and, mad, that's mad disrespectful, fam. And that's, like, you know, usually with, like, a lot of, like, coverage for, like, Canadian teams and all that. Like, I remember the Grizzlies had that team effect, too, and, like, you know, they were, like, moved to Memphis and all that, too. I feel like it's going to be, like, the same thing for Toronto if we don't pick up, like, as much and all that, too, because they're going to have to, like, look for, like, a random, like, city and then move Toronto, like, over there, too, even though it'll kind of, like, disrupt, like, the whole, like, Canadian fan base that it already had and all that, too, because, like, now everyone in Canada is only tuning into Toronto, whereas, you know, people would used to, like, tune into, like, other cities in Canada where they had, like, teams and all that, too, because, like, back then, there was a Vancouver, like, Grizzlies, too, where, like, Mike Bibby played and all that, too, Um, and, like, some good heavy hitters, too, I think, uh, uh, Shah- Shahar, like Abdul Ratif and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. And, yeah, and I feel like it might be heading for Toronto too, but hopefully it doesn't for the city and all that. I feel like there is like still like a chance for us to actually like do make it and to actually be respected again too. I feel like it just has to take time, like you know, like just time and patience and all that too. I mean, because like now you have like Stephen A. Smith and all that. Skip, you have all these other people, like, dishing out on Toronto, like, not even, like, giving them acknowledgments, too. Like, they're only looking for an L.A., Boston, like, championship 
which is pretty much never gonna happen and all that too i think like right now if we are being serious i feel like okc or minnesota might have a better chance like playing against like boston or uh the bucks and all that too i feel like just with what's going on just with the amount of like players like the amount of effort and all that like i feel like that's going to be like within that route too because like those are like maybe like the only four teams that have like worked hard to kind of be where they are this year and all that and you know hopefully it works who's your who's your who's your favorite guy right now in the nba uh i know shy is like doing uh pretty well like shy is like doing his thing um i think ever since like uh dame went to milwaukee and all that he has been like a little better and all that too like it's like more confidence and all that and i think it's just like being around a group of people who have like a winner's like mindset and all that too because you'll have like brooke lopez you have like uh the giannis and his bro like on there too you have like other like people like on there that have like that whole like winning uh winning uh like mentality mentality and all that i think uh I think Jalen Brown's like with uh, uh, Milwaukee too. I, I don't know. Jalen is that Boston, no? I think Boston, but yeah, like, uh, and I think you know Dame. You know, it has like never stopped and all that too. Uh, Boston, it has been like the same like since like last time too. I feel like it's just like you know better like development, like better technique and all that. Uh, Minnesota too. Surprisingly, they have been doing pretty good too. Yeah, um, that team. That team is fire. Yeah. Edwards. Edwards. That guy. That guy's a problem, fam. Yeah. Nah, that guy, that guy, that guy is dangerous, bro. I swear to God, yeah. he's dangerous. That guy flies, bro. The, right now, man, I'm not gonna lie to you, fam. My favorite player right now in the NBA, in the NBA, and I really think for the next ten years, is gonna be Luca, Luca Doncic. Yeah. Uh, that guy, that yeah. guy. I'm telling you, fam. He has no. What's that thing? He has no. Uh, like he's cool blooded. Like he's cool blooded. Like meaning, like you know how you. I don't know about you, but when I see ball, like I not I I don't only look at like like you know of course the donkeys stuff like that, but you could see it from from the play, like from their face, like from from the style of play. Fam, this guy he's cool blooded, bro. Like he doesn't care, fam. Now they're saying okay. Um, right now he's lacking on defense. But yo, bro, the man is dropping seventy three points. Was it seventy three points? Sixteen rebounds, ten assists. What the fuck? That, that, that highlight, like that type of stats, broski. That's a monster. That's a monster yeah. stats. Yeah, I mean, with Luca, like, like you could be a great player with an above average team and all that too. But how far can it like take you and all that too? Like, can you get a chip from there? Can you cool. even uh, like, the with Mavs and all that too, because with Kyrie, I think he's doing his thing, but um, there has to be like a lot more done, like because I know like Kyrie Irving. I'm not no disrespect to Kyrie Irving. He's an amazing player, but he needs to um he needs to give it up to Luca. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Okay, he's uh he's more he's more of a uh man. He also had like he also had like man he 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 always had problems, man. Like. This guy was a like he was an, he was an alpha player, but with LeBron James, he was more he was more of a like the second guy. But he always had that alpha that alpha attitude, yeah. and of course, it's understood because yes, he's an amazing player, right? But 
the man gotta he has to back up Luca. Like that's the only way they could win games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Okay, he's Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Luca, fam, that guy has he has to yeah. give it up to Luca. That's the way you give it up to LeBron James. He has to be like, okay, this is Luca's team. That's the only way. Cause I see it. the way they play, bro. It's like they're competing, man. It's like they're dropping 20, 30 yeah. points. Like they're not winning no games. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he rather like he rather have like a Chris Paul. Like with with Luca's style of play, it's like having a uh, it's like having another point guard, like yeah. more of a Chris Paul style of play. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need another shooter. Yeah. You know, what and- he needs Luca right now, he needs a Nikola. Yo, these are two guys right now that could that could that could give uh, Luca a ring. Nikola, the guy from uh, uh, Denver, uh, Denver uh, Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then a guy like Jamal Murray or Ashai. Yeah. You know, Ashai from OKC. Yeah, yeah. Broski, if you, could, if you can get those two players, my God, fam. That's a, yeah. that's a ring, dog. But I think even like that problem with the whole like... Uh, uh, Luca and Kyrie, Kyrie situation. It's age and you know experience and all that too. Kyrie, he's played since like 2011 and all that, like 2011, 2012. Luca just started like maybe three, four years like uh, back and all that too. So no, was... but yeah, I understand what you mean. But have have you seen his resume? And Luca's resume within those three, four years. And I mean, he proved himself like in a way too and all that. But... Whoa, fam! This guy passed. <laughs> This guy passed. Uh, he's almost right now. He, the way he's moving, of course, LeBron. Like, like, of course, I, I know I probably might be talking overboard, but I gotta keep it one thousand, fam, because LeBron's about to retire right now. But Luca, when he came to the league, right, his numbers was mad, like matched to LeBron's. Even though LeBron came what eighteen years old, what eighteen nineteen, yeah. I, I forgot how old was LeBron when he came to the NBA, but eighteen nineteen. Well, Luca came what twenty. 2021 i don't know hold on can i check it can we check it because right. in the end in the end is is they're, they're all gonna they're, they're all gonna match to uh lebron james because lebron's lebron james right now his stats are perfect it's like a god god gave his stats you know what i'm saying i don't know check his stats. check his first check his first year and then check lebron's first year wait and what year did he come to the game uh, he um, came in 2018, I think. So. What, Luca? Yeah, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Like how old? Like how old was he when he came to the game? So right now he's born in '99. Uh, he came in like 2018. So I'd say around that time he was like 18, like 18, 19. 18 years old. Yeah, when he came like, to the NBA. I think so. Are you sure, bro? Age 19. Wow. And LeBron, he came what? And LeBron, he came... What did he came LeBron? He came at 18? 18. 18. Okay, so one year difference. All right. And how how much did he average? How much did Luca average his first year? No, he didn't. He didn't average ten points. First year, he averaged ten points. I'm, no, let me just check. He did not. No, I think that's like you know game by game. So oh, that's my guy right now, bro. 
Look at look at that's my guy right now in the NBA. If we're talking like a regular season, like you know, like Luca has this is a first. Group. This is first year. I'm assuming this has to be like the regular stuff. I couldn't find, really find the regular stuff. So but... look at it, bro. It's insane, dog. Yeah. And if Luca, if look, if LeBron doesn't retire, he's giving Luca like a hard time, bro. Like a hard time. Yeah. No, most definitely. And you know, I feel like if we. I could like maybe give it like another year or two, but I feel like uh, with Luca, he could be better if he is like traded and all that too to like another like uh, like team that you know usually would prefer him and all that too. I feel like with Dallas, it can only take you as far as like a certain amount too, but I feel like it has to be with like loyalty and such too. And like, well, where will you go? Where will you go? I seem like well with like. The Nuggets and all that, um, Boston as well too. I feel like maybe even the Bucks too. I feel like those three like teams. I feel like Donich's like respect and you know comfortability would play well. Um, like I, I'd say like give it another year or two and all that too. I feel like it's just trying to condition because like Kyrie, he just came to Dallas just like recently and all that too. So it does like take like a lot of time to kind of interact and all that and yeah it's but but i don't know i don't know if he's gonna perform the same way though yeah that's the only thing i don't know i don't know if he's gonna perform the same way yeah, yeah. sure so i don't know about yeah. that yeah we just leave like uh one topic uh right now uh do you want to like kind of save it for the next one or do you want to like go over go over it like in a bit yeah i'm gonna lie to you with ball i could talk forever so we should go to the next one stop yeah <laughs> Uh, it's like, uh, so basically what happened is that, um, they unveiled like changes to parental consent rules, uh, with like a lot of stuff too. So basically the Alberta government unveiled a series of new policies regarding children and LGBTQ stuff, including ban on gender reassignment surgery for those age 17 and under on hormone therapy for children age 15 and under and like a lot of other stuff too. And this is like basically like a good amount of people agree with it and all that too because they want like the children to kind of be within their same gender as they should because like with ho- the whole like gender sex situation you could change like you can't like you sort of can change sex not really but you could like change gender by like the name affirmation all that type of stuff too so like you know pronouns and all that type of stuff too um Alberta, which is, like, mainly a very, like, conservative uh, po- uh, province, like, very, like, ultra-conservative, you know, they have a premier that is, like, uh, conservative, and they just kind of make that change and all that, too, so, like, how do you even, like, feel about that nowadays and all that? About, about like, trans and stuff? About, uh, like, just, like, the recent policy that, you know, you can't change this unless you have, like, parental consent and all that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like so. And to be honest with you, when it comes to the trans stuff, I feel like it's, uh, like, I feel like it's insane, man, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, being able to, uh, like, change your... Uh, like, gender and all that type of stuff. Yeah, change yeah. your de- uh, gender and stuff. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's uh, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's insane, like, yeah, being able to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it has it's been, like I don't know, like I don't know. 
Because yeah. of course, if you if you guys like, if it was coming from a religious, religious thing. It is considered a really evil thing, yeah. right? If we're if we're coming from a, a religious a religious point of view, it's a it's an evil thing, but if it's not when it comes to religion, it's of course, it is your choice, right? Yeah. Because they say it's you're you're given, you're given this body, you're given whatever, right? You're given your thing for a reason, you know? Yeah. Um, and changing changing something, you know, because you know, because you want to or because you uh you uh you like to is it's hard. Like it's hard to judge it. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, you know, if we're not a religious person, we should you know you should not take it serious, right? But if you are, it's not a good thing. But if yeah. it's not, you can do whatever yeah. you want. It is your body. Yeah. It is. It is. You could do anything you want with your body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, one hundred two. So uh, it's 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 hard for me yeah. to like talk on that because I I got no issue. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? The only issue the only issue I get is like they come into me and say, "Oh, yo, yo, like yo, we gotta change you now, bro. Yeah. Like we gotta." Yeah, you we gotta change you. Yeah. Well, that's the only yeah. problem I have. But other than that, there's no there's no issue, bro. That's the only thing I'm scared of. Cause think about it now, bro. Think about it now. They they start accepting this right worldwide, and then okay, you like we all gotta do the same thing. What would you do, bro? Yeah, I mean, you know how say that yeah. shit is. Yeah. And they think about it. These this ideology basically run the world. Like this this type of thing, they basically run everything that we. That we live, breathe, eat, and see. So it's tough. Yeah. And I mean, the main difference between sex and gender, like, you could actually change. Like, sex, it's like, you know, human body parts and all that, too. Gender, it's like, who who are you described as? Are you, like, a guy, girl, whatever? I think that was, like, the whole, like, situation with the whole, like, gender life situation, too. Some people say, like, they're, like, non-binary. Some people say, like, you could be a man, but then you could say that you're, like, a woman and all that, too. And, like... I feel like it has, like, come with, like, a lot of factors, too. Like, you know, social recognition, too. And, you know, like, they are trying to take it to schools and all that, too. Some people were, like, very against it. Like, hey, like, let's not brainwash your children to say, like, a boy is a girl, even though that's a boy and all that. And it's a lot of factors, like, that come to play and all that. So it's, like, it takes time to even, like, kind of, like, recognize it, like, understand it go from like these like generalizations into making like the right decision from there and all that so yeah it's tough bro all i all i I really gotta do the only thing that we can do is just pray to be honest with you man you know yeah Yeah, man because it's tough man it's tough yeah yeah man. like to be honest with you i feel like it's like i feel like in this when this type of thing happened i feel like it's a it's a love thing like you know it's like it's like it's like a love thing, like meaning that, oh, you know, I can't get no boyfriend or yeah. I can't get no girlfriend, right? And if like shit, like if I if I change, right? If I change my my identity, I'll be able to get another like something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like when you overthink it, I feel like it's something like that. Like, oh, if I if I like if I become lady, oh, I can get this guy, cause this. 
could this could this lady could this girl female doesn't like me you know what i'm saying because <laughs> yeah. love to be honest with you bro love is a powerful thing fam like love you can get crushed like love you can get crushed when that type of thing happens yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's tough bro so all we, all we gotta do is like be strong like be strong mentally and support one another like when that type of happens we just gotta support each other that's it yeah yeah, I feel like we're at the end uh, right now. So, if you have any closing remarks or if you like to plug in your socials, like let them know, like uh, like before the video ends. Um. So, hope you guys, you know, I hope you guys are entertained at what me real talks YT and to what Yashu Yashu yeah. talks. Yeah. Yashu talks. Hope you guys are really um interested on. The thing, cause, uh, we're like in the future, we really want to do a collab, something like this in the future, right? Uh, we have discussed that we 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 really want to like unite both of our um, uh, both of our channels and have like a, a legit, like a legit podcast, and where we could not only talk about serious topics, but bring in other people and talk about them. Yeah. So. This video is our first video, and I, I don't know about Yasu, but I was really excited. I was really um amazed, informed, you know, energized for the next video, you know. And I hope you guys are also educated too, because this is our opinion. You know, this is our opinion. This is our opinion on on the topics that we experience in our daily life. So, if you guys have anything you guys want to say, you know, you guys can comment on the box, right? Like our video. And subscribe, you know. This is Real Talks YT. You guys already know what it is. And yeah. you got Yasu, you know. You can say yeah. your part too. <laughs> yeah, this is Josh, also known as Yasu. You can follow me at the Lens of Yasu or TLY Talks and News. You can check out the channel as well too. And, yo, this is episode four. <laughs>